Today is the 28th day of October, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. Lord, open our lips, and your mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. Come, let us adore him. Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Know this, the Lord himself is God. He himself has made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and call upon his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and his faithfulness endures from age to age. Psalms for the 28th day evening prayer. Psalms 136, 137, 138. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods for his mercy endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords for his mercy endures forever. Who only does great wonders, for his mercy endures forever? Who by wisdom made the heavens, for his mercy endures forever? Who spread out the earth upon the waters, for his mercy endures forever? Who created great lights, for his mercy endures forever? The sun to rule the day, for his mercy endures forever? The moon and the stars to govern by night, for his mercy endures forever? Who struck down the firstborn of Egypt, for his mercy endures forever, and brought out Israel among them, for his mercy endures forever, with a mighty hand and stretched out arm, for his mercy endures forever, who divided the Red Sea into two, for his mercy endures forever, and made Israel to pass through the midst of it, for his mercy endures forever, but swept Pharaoh and his army into the Red Sea, for his mercy endures forever. Who led his people through the wilderness, for his mercy endures forever. Who struck down great kings, for his mercy endures forever. And slew mighty kings, for his mercy endures forever. Sihon, king of the Amorites, for his mercy endures forever. And Og, the king of Bashan, for his mercy endures forever. And gave away their land for an inheritance, and his mercy endures forever, an inheritance for Israel his servant, for his mercy endures forever. Who remembered us in our low estate, for his mercy endures forever, and delivered us from our enemies, for his mercy endures forever, who gives food to all creatures, for his mercy endures forever, give thanks to the God of heaven, for his mercy endures forever. By the waters of Babylon, we sat down and wept when we remembered you, O Zion. As for our harps, 
we hung them up on the trees in the midst of that land. For those who led us away captive asked us for a song, and our oppressors called for myrrh. Sing us one of the songs of Zion. How shall we sing the Lord's song upon an alien soil? If I forget you, O Lord, O Jerusalem, let your right hand forget its skill. Let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth if I do not remember you, if I do not set Jerusalem above its highest joy. Remember the day of Jerusalem, O Lord, against the people of Edom, who said, Down with it, down with it, even to the ground. O daughter of Babylon, doomed to destruction, happy the one who puts you back for what you have done to us. Happy shall be who takes your little ones and dashes them against the rock. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with my whole heart. Before the gods, I will sing your praise. I will bow down towards your holy temple and praise your name because of your love and faithfulness. For you have glorified your name and your word above all things. When I called, you answered me. You increased my strength within me. All the kings of the earth will praise you, O Lord, when they have heard the words of your mouth. They will sing the ways of the Lord, that great is glory of God. Through the Lord be high. He cares for the lowly. He perceives the haughty from afar. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you keep me safe. You stretched forth your hands against the fury of my enemies. Your right hand shall save me. The Lord will make good his purpose for me. O Lord, your love endures forever. Do not abandon the works of your hands. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Revelation to John, chapter 13, beginning at the first verse. I saw a beast riding out of the sea, having ten horns and seven heads, and on its horns were ten diadems, and on its head were the blasphemous names. And the beast that I saw was like a leopard, its feet were like the bear's, its mouth was like a lion's mouth. And the dragon gave its power and its throne and its great glory. One of its heads seemed to have received a death blow, but its mortal wound had been healed. In amazement, the whole earth followed the beast. They worshipped the dragon, for he had given his authority to the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast, and who can fight against it? The beast was given a mouth utterly haughty and blasphemous words, and it was allowed to exercise authority for forty-two months. It opened its mouth and uttered blasphemies against God blaspheming his name and his dwelling, that is, those who dwell in heaven. Also it was allowed to make war on the saints and to conquer them. It was given authority over every tribe and people and language and nation, and all the inhabitants of the earth will worship it, everyone whose name has not been written in the foundation of the world in the book of life and the lamb that was slaughtered, let alone anyone who has ears to listen. If you are to be taken captive, into captivity you go. If you kill with a sword, 
with the sword you must be killed. Here is a call for the endurance and faith of the saints. Glory to you, Lord God of our fathers. You are worthy of praise. Glory to you. Glory to you for the radiance of your holy name. We will praise you and highly exalt you forever. Glory to you in the splendor of your temple, on the throne of your majesty, glory to you. Glory to you seated between the cherubim. We will praise you and highly exalt you forever. Glory to you beholding the depths in the high vault of heaven, glory to you. Glory to you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We will praise you and highly exalt you forever. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 12, beginning at the 13th verse. Someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide their family inheritance with me. But he said to him, Friend, who set me to be judge or arbitrator over you? And he said to them, Take care, be on your guard against all kinds of greed, for one's life does not consist of the abundance of possessions. Then he told them a parable. The land of a rich man produced abundantly. And he thought to himself, What should I do, for I have no place to store my crops? Then he said, Well, I'll do this. I will pull down my barns and build larger ones, and there I will store all my grain and my goods, and I will say to my soul, Soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this very night your life is being demanded of you, and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So it is with those who store up treasures for themselves but are not rich towards God. He said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or your body, what you will wear. For life is more than food, and the body more than clothing. Consider the ravens, they neither sow nor reap. They have neither storehouse nor barn, and yet God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to the span of your life? If then you are not able to do so small a thing as that, why do you worry about the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow, they neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, you of little faith? And do not keep striving for what you are to eat or what you are to drink, and do not keep worrying. For it is the nations of the world that strive after all these things, and your Father knows that you need them. Instead, strive for his kingdom, and these things will be given to you as well. Lord, you now have set your servant free to go in peace as you have promised. For these eyes of mine have seen the Savior, whom you have prepared for all the world to see, a light to enlighten the nations, and the glory of your people Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. 
Amen. A reading for the Friday following Proper 25. This is a reading from The City of God by Augustine, Bishop of Hippo, in the year 430. How great will be that felicity of the City of God in its perpetual Sabbath, where there will be no evil, where no good will be withheld, where there will be leisure for the praises of God, who will be all in all. What other occupation could there be in a state where there will be no inactivity of idleness and yet no toil constrained by want? I can think of none. And this is the picture suggested to my mind by the sacred canticle when I read or hear the words, Blessed are those who dwell in your house. They will be always praising you. All the limbs and organs of the body no longer subject to decay, the parts which we now see assigned to various essential functions, will then be freed from all such constraint, since full, secure, certain, and eternal felicity will have displaced necessity, and all those parts will contribute to the praise of God. For even those elements in the bodily harmony of which I have already spoken, the harmonies which, in our present state, are hidden, will then be hidden no longer. Dispersed internally and externally throughout the whole body, and combined with other great and marvelous things that will then be revealed, they will kindle our rational minds to the praise of the great artist by the delight afforded by a beauty that satisfies the reason. I'm not rash enough to attempt to describe what the movements of such bodies will be in that life, for it is quite beyond my power of imagination. However, Everything there will be lovely in its form, and lovely in motion and in rest, for anything that is not lovely will be excluded. And we may be sure that where the Spirit wills there, the body will straightway be. And the Spirit will never will anything but what is to bring new beauty to the Spirit and to the body. There will be true glory where no one will be praised in error or in flattery. There will be true honor, where it is denied to none who is worthy and bestowed on none who is unworthy. And honor will not be courted by any unworthy claimant, for none but the worthy can gain admission there. There will be true peace where none will suffer attack from within, nor from any foe outside. The reward of virtue will be God himself who gave the virtue, together with the promise of himself, the best and greatest of all possible promises. For what did he mean when he said in the words of the prophet, I shall be their God and they will be my people? Did he not mean, I shall be the source of their satisfaction? I shall be everything that they can honorably desire, life, health, food, wealth, glory, honor, peace, and every blessing. 
For that is also the correct interpretation of the apostles' words, so that God may be all in all. He will be the goal of all our longings, and we shall see him forever. We shall love him without surfeit. We shall praise him without wearying. This will be the duty, the delight, the activity of all, shared by all who share the life of eternity. Here ends the reading. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary and suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Save your people, O Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Lord, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went up not to joy, but first he suffered pain and entered not into glory before he was crucified. Mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and eternal God, so draw our hearts to you, so guide our minds, so fill our imaginations, so control our wills, that we may be wholly yours utterly dedicated unto you. And then use us, we pray you, as you will, and always to your glory and the welfare of your people. Through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hardwood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth your hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you for the honor of your name.
Accept, O Lord, our thanks and praise for all that you have done for us. We thank you for the splendor of the whole creation, for the beauty of this world, for the wonder of life, and for the mystery of love. We thank you for the blessing of family and friends and for the loving care which surrounds us on every side. We thank you for setting us at tasks which demand our best efforts and for leading us to accomplishments which satisfy and delight us. We thank you also for those disappointments and failures that lead us to acknowledge our dependence on you alone. Above all, we thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, for the truth of his word and for the example of his life, for his steadfast obedience by which he overcame temptation, for his dying through which he overcame death, and for his rising to life again, in which we are raised to the life of your eternal kingdom. Grant us the gift of your Spirit, that we may know Christ and make him known, and through him, at all times and in all places, may give thanks to you in all things. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen.